Well, it's the end of another month, and you know what that means, another Batman movie. And we're saving Batman Returns for Christmas, so we kind of backed ourselves into a corner. So, we're finally covering Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. <sighs> we'll see you next week. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah, and hi, listeners. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the show. Please. No, no, don't go. Don't go. Please stay. Stay. We promise we it'll be fun to do this to... alone. We don't want to do We don't want to do this either. We're not happy about this. I, I was uh, on a plane coming home from a work trip and I said to my coworker, I got to watch this stupid movie for my stupid podcast. And she was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Well, that's a great question." Let me start let me start four years ago. We don't okay. have to do anything we don't want to, yet we self-inflicted this punishment. I know. I told Charlie I was like, I have to watch Batman versus Superman, and she was like, Is it good? And I was like, No. No. It's not good. <laughs> it is but welcome uh, to the show on uh, this podcast, How Star Wars Is It. We rate and review anything and ultimately everything on a scale of mm-hmm. 1 to 10 of how Star Wars that thing is. So if you imagine everything Star Wars, movies, books, TV shows, video games, etc., etc., all boiled down into a chili, and that's a 10 out of 10, we're reviewing things against that. And yep. we've been doing Batman movies once a month all year, basically, and... Like we said in the intro, we're we're running out of live action Batman films, and yeah, well, not even that that wasn't even the the self imposed mandate. We've done animated ones too, but we felt like we would be not upholding our journalistic integrity <laughs> if we didn't cover at least one of these Snyderverse entries. And neither of us had seen this before, so we were like, fine. <laughs> Yeah, we somehow both missed Batman versus Superman. This okay. Honestly, I'm Mike. I'm Josiah, <laughs> and you're listening to How Star Wars Is It. Um, we hope. We hope. We hope you're listening. Uh, w- this was maybe the first like superhero movie that I didn't go see. Yeah, yeah. Because I heard it was bad. Right. Yeah, I, and I, I went and saw s- Man of Steel like opening night. Because I was the same, stupid same. person that they think every audience member in the world is thinking, oh, wow, you know what would be cool? Dark, gritty Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was, was 20... dumb. I was wrong for thinking that. But right. that is what I was thinking, and they were catering to me. And I watched that movie, and I was like, I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. That was also, let me, let me, I hate to break it to you. That was 10 years ago when yeah. Man of Steel came out. Yeah. And so we were 10 we were years children. younger. We were children. I was, I was like, I was 21 years old. Yeah. And I, and I liked Man of Steel when I saw it. And then like in the ensuing years, I was like, nah, it wasn't that good. My favorite and part then, was when he like executed the guy by cracking, like <laughs> breaking his head off. <laughs> I know. So upsetting. And like, this is the follow up to that. Look. Subvert a trope or expectation. Cast cast someone in a role where you'd be like surprised, like, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that person in that role. Do any of that kind of shit you want, but like you're do- you're doing it with every choice. <laughs> yeah. And also, here's what's super key, and this is something I hope Hollywood takes to heart. Yeah. Make it um good too. Right. Because you you can make whatever choice you want. And you can subvert whatever trope you want, and you can make, you can cast whoever you want, but make sure it's good. Or, or even even if not even good, like intentional. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of these subversions just feel sort of like he didn't want to do what had been done before, but didn't really propose a great alternative. <laughs> yeah, totally. It was just like I'm picking opposites. <laughs> yeah. Hot, I, cold, 
Wh- Hot, yes, room cold. no. In, out, yeah. up, down. Yeah. That's Katy Perry's song. <laughs> yeah, that's just you. Just you're, you're just doing your Katy Perry cover. Yeah, I take you're... out all the unnecessary <laughs> verbs and adjectives. That, well, I guess those are all adjectives. But hot, cold, <laughs> yes, no, in, <laughs> out, up, down. down. That's just a, that's just at that point that is a song for toddlers. Well, she she went on Sesame Street and like did that song to like teach about opposites. <laughs> really, that's so <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> oh my god, good for her. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is the follow-up to Man of Steel, which is strange because, okay, <laughs> the title of this movie oh my God. is Batman V yeah, Superman, v. not versus, which is weird. Cause why just, why just, I mean, I don't know, whatever, colon Dawn of Justice. So like they are rushing yeah. to the finish line. Yeah. Because they're thinking, and I mean, it's 2016 when this comes out. Marvel is in its heyday. Yeah. And DC is like, we got to do a Batman v Superman movie, and we got to do a Dawn of Justice movie, and we got to catch up to Marvel. So why don't we just put those, and- those two blobs of phrases into one big fucking crazy title? <laughs> I'll, I'll, and I'll do you one more. We have to do a Death of Superman movie. Yeah. We just introduced Superman in the last movie. <laughs> and we already have to do Death of Superman. And we are like outwardly telling you we want to have a hundred movies just like Marvel. Yes. We're we're gonna and, kill Superman. I bet people are gonna really believe that. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna it's gonna it's gonna be an impactful and lasting death. Yeah. And then like, they of do course, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen thing at the end. Yes, where the where the, the dirt goes like Superman's big power, you know. Yeah, levitating dirt. Dirt rise. Yeah, I don't know what one of his powers that is. There, there reminded me a little bit of Delaney's video where he was like talking about uh, all of Superman's weirdest powers uh-huh. from like the older movies. Right. Because like what I was like, there's a part in this movie where Superman, uh, where Clark Kent, I should say climbs a really tall cold mountain and see, talks to his dead dad on the top of it and i'm like is this a power <laughs> is this a superman Dude. power or is this just in his head because i i truly kind of can't tell what they were going for in terms of like <laughs> runtime, did we need the the pa kent scene <laughs> no although i tell you what i did love i love a it's funny that they made all mother characters hot now in these movies because like diane lane as ma yeah. kent i'm like um excuse yeah. me boy oy oy. and henry cavill's in his, i don't know like yeah late 30s early 40s <laughs> yeah henry cavill's 35 she's 55 when this comes out or 50 <laughs> exactly and so like she had him when she was in her mid-20s like that's believable oh, but she's sure. supposed to be like old yeah you know uh but anyway I digress. The um, this movie. So <laughs> one thing that Mike and I were texting about is that this movie is three hours long. Yeah. Because <sighs> the only version uh, you can f- that you can find on HBO Max is uh the ultimate edition, yeah. which is three hours long and rated R. Now with more weird African desert storm subplot. Yes. So. What is the what the is guns, the, man? The guns in this movie. <laughs> the politics of this movie are confounding. Confounding. At one point, Batman throws a big heavy crate at someone, and you see his like head, head explode. Squish. <laughs> yes, you see blood come out the back of his head, which like they've entirely like in this movie. This movie's Batman is a murderer. Yeah, like they're and all like he br- kind of worse. He brands people. I was like, honestly, I was like, they make a big deal of him branding people as being like, he's gone too far. And I'm like, this dude kills people in yeah. every fight he gets into. Like, branding is bad for sure. But like, he's murdering guys all the time yeah. and using and like in a very non bat well, traditionally non Batman move, just like has full on guns yeah. on the Batmobile and the Batplane yes. have just regular guns, like machine guns. Like machine guns yeah. that shoot people and kill them and blow up cars. It's a weird Batman. Honestly, I don't hate Ben Affleck. Well, I'm sorry. I hate Ben Affleck for sure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But as I don't a know. Bruce Wayne Batman performer, 
he's as a Bruce fine. Yeah, he's totally doing okay. He's kind of phoning it in a little bit, and he doesn't have a good script. Exactly. That's the thing is, I, I feel bad for him more than I yeah. hate him in this movie yes. because I'm like, he, in, in with the right script, he could have been a good Batman. Yeah. About but like, two hours into this joyless sludge fest, and, and you you texted me this while you were watching it, which is funny because I think I said, "Dude, we had the exact same viewing experience." Yes. The thought of Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman teaming up to f- fight a big bad guy live on the big screen terribly executed but for like a brief moment i was thinking this would be cool yes it'd be be cool if there was like a justice league cinematic universe (laughs) yes which is funny because you were watching it yes yes but but the thought was oh wouldn't that be nice yes yes okay how long how much longer do you think the ultimate edition was um i i think i even looked it up was it like 20 minutes 31 minutes longer. Jesus. Can you believe that? And rated R. Rated Ridiculous. R. A, a, a Batman and Superman movie rated R. I can't take my kids to see this yeah. because it's too violent. Right. And, and upsetting. And, and you, and and too you boring. almost. Too boring. And you almost see Amy Adams' boobs. Yes. <laughs> and you like, do and see like, Ben Affleck's butt. Yeah, you see his full butt. <laughs> I can't take my kids to this movie. No. My kid loves Superman, and I can't take my kid to see this because they might accidentally see Ben Affleck's ass. I I was confounded from the jump. Like, who is having a good time? It's not even the sort of like, who is this for? I know who it's for. It's for people like yeah. like we said. I think on the Patreon this week, when you were fourteen and you saw Iron Man in two thousand eight. If it's twenty sixteen now. You're in your 20s. It's for adults. But right. uh, the type of adult who would go to the theater and see a superhero movie, I think you're really making a slim demographic out of that subset by being like, here's an R-rated joyless superhero movie. Yeah. People like going to see Marvel movies because they're like the only comedies left in movie theaters. Right. Yes. <laughs> they're they're fun and colorful and all the people say John Favreau, Joss Whedon type quips. Yes, tr- so true. And this is and just th- like there was maybe a one sucker thing- punch. <laughs> yes, there was one thing I laughed at in this entire movie and it was Ma Kent delivering a line to Batman when he goes, "I'm a friend of your son's." Yes. And she goes, "I could tell." the cape. Yes. Like that got me and I was like, that was actually pretty funny. And I think mostly it was Diane Lane like the juxtaposition of her almost dying and then delivering a little quip worked for me because it was also a drop of water in a desert. Yes. A desert where I was like, anything, yes, anything to hold on to, please. You know who else is in this movie? Lex Luthor. Uh, That's a thing. I was listening to a a podcast about this, this, this movie. And I was like, at one point, someone said, like, oh, yeah, Wonder Woman's in this movie. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, that that really is how I feel about this movie. Yeah. It's three hours long, and you could talk about it for three hours and then be like, oh, yeah, and then Doomsday was there. Right, Doomsday was there. A big, yeah. a big blobby baby. <laughs> Who rips off his skin at one point to show that he has scary bones underneath. Yeah. Yeah, the... The Jesse Eisenberg casting. I mean, I don't even care. I I don't even know that there's enough juice to talk about this for more than a second, but it's wrong. (laughs) It's wrong. It is. I texted Mike. I was like, this is the worst casting I think I've ever seen. Yeah. And we just watched The Social Network for the first time in a while. And boy, is he compelling in that. And I get the notion. I get the idea of what if the most famous comic book CEO was like a contemporary today tech CEO, a younger guy who's like, you know, he wears hoodies. But yeah. like that seems to be as far as they took it. What if young Lex Luthor who wears yes. hoodies and his dad I, named Lex also maybe? Yeah, I texted you that this, he what the energy he was giving me was Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Yeah. Kind of before crazy. he becomes the Riddler where he's like, oh, we should team up. Let's do this and yeah. that. Yeah. And, like, he's doing a weird uh, – I don't believe any of it. No. I don't believe that he's a billionaire, like, CEO. I don't believe he's a villain. 
I don't believe any of it. I'm just like, this guy is so goofy yeah. and strange that I, none of it works. <laughs> I laughed my head off when they shaved his head. Yes. To be like, and now he bald like in comic. He's bald like in the comics. Like, oh, like he's not bald. You just, he got a prison haircut. <laughs> and honestly, do they even do that? <laughs> no. No. I don't think they do. <laughs> I've seen a lot of like pictures of prisoners with long hair. And also later on in the movie, whenever they have other people in prison showing them, they have long hair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it do- none of it makes any sense. I, I no. wrote, to- I have so many notes. We haven't even really read any of them yet, but I wrote something like, oh my God, this is a really long notes app note. I said, the premise behind now Batman and Superman have to fight is basically, in the movie, in the text of the piece, it's basically Jesse Eisenberg saying, look, the title is Batman versus Superman, so now you guys gotta fight. Yeah. And I get why Superman does, because they like really spell it out. They say, you know, I captured your mom, I'm gonna kill her if you don't fight Batman. I don't really get why he needs him to fight Batman, but he's saying, you gotta fight Batman. I don't know why... Batman wants to fight Superman. He yeah. he seems to be mad that he can level whole cities and is like a a criminal who works outside of the law, which is is what kind you of do, calling Batman. the kettle bat. <laughs> exactly. I think the motivation of like everybody in this movie is non-existent. No, yeah, because like Lex's motivation to to okay. I guess his motivation, if I were had to guess, which you have to guess, because it's not clear. <laughs> he, I think when he's trying to get them to fight, his goal is to kill one of them or both of them. Uh-huh. But I know why he doesn't like Superman. Right. Because he doesn't like the idea of someone with ultimate power yes. because he, he wants to have ultimate power. Right. I don't know why he gives a shit about Batman. No. I know. And I... And so I don't know why he chooses Batman unless he's playing. And I think that you're supposed to sort of surmise that he's playing like 4D chess. Yeah. Whenever he got the kryptonite, he knew Batman would steal it. He knew Batman would create a weapon. And I just uh, don't see that either that performance or just that casting in general as a person who plays 4D chess. No. And it's also not apparent in the script that no. he was playing 4D You need chess. to show us an example earlier in the movie of like some masterful strategy where like yeah. a butterfly flaps its wings and then you see later on the actual results and then you can tell he planned it all along. But yeah, right. You're right. right. Like he let Batman steal the kryptonite maybe so maybe. that he w- like It's just not clear. It's so it's, it's 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 worse I, than the Emperor. Yeah. Not to make this about our show, but like the the emperor's eighth, ninth, tenth, fortieth contingency plan all sort of paying off for him. I don't know. I kind of believe it more than yeah. anything. And and the emperor is not some kind of uh, queen's gambit type character who we really explore his psyche. No, we just see that he does things over and over and always succeeds. Basically, yeah. Yeah, it's like the I didn't know coming into this that Bat that Superman was essentially blackmailed into killing Batman. Yeah, and that was a weird choice to me. And then it also didn't make sense to me because he well he start he tries to talk to Batman at first, and Batman immediately gets aggressive, and so they fight for a while. But then they they squash the beef so easily and so quickly. Yeah. And, and I like, know that I, that was one of the only things I did know about this movie, the whole Martha thing. The whole Martha thing. And Which, I to be, don't even, I, I think it's like very stupid, very stupid, yeah. but it also like didn't rub me. No. Maybe it's because I n- knew it was coming, but. Yeah, maybe it's because I knew it was coming too, but it wasn't as egregious yeah. as I thought it was going to be. It just kind of was like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. His mom's name was Martha and he said, save Martha. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. But it's a weird. It's, it's a so weird. Uninteresting. <laughs> it really is. It's like, also just a weird. Everyone's mom's name is Martha. <laughs> right. It's a strange coincidence to hang a key moment of the movie on. Yes. Like, 
we had to there's two harveys in the batman universe like (laughs) (laughs) it's not uncommon that sometimes people have the same name (laughs) do you have any people named peter there are in peter parker's life (laughs) probably a lot oh god yeah truly also um multiple people alfred being one um who else they they all dress like Zack Snyder dresses. Yeah, they got like they cool got like little vest, vests and like things around their neck. Yeah. Here's what I will say: the casting of this movie is not bad. Uh, it's uh, like out of this world. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the biggest A-listers you yes. could possibly find. Yes. Like Amy Adams is in this. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And also, we've already talked and about she was Ben a Affleck Seal too. Like. Yeah, she's a Man of Steel. She's, I don't know that she's really any good in this, which again, it's like, it's the Ben Affleck thing. It's like, I know you're good at right. acting. And I, w- I believed everything she had to say, but she just didn't have anything to do. Well, Charlie, like, did not watch this with me, but I was finishing it this morning and uh, she was like, oh, Amy Habs is in this? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, it was, diff- it was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this was back whenever they thought superhero movies were still good. And so you could get cast in them and be a big actor. Right. And it made sense because it was like a prestige thing to be cast in a, in a superhero right. movie. As opposed to now. Especially where... like right on the heels of the Dark Knight trilogy. Yes. And Man of Steel Dude. had like, you know, was Ugh. produced by Nolan's company. I think that the Dark Knight was maybe bad for superhero movies more than it was good. Mm, mm-hmm. Like not not more than it was a good movie because it was a great movie. Yes, I know what you're saying. But but like We're like still experiencing the bad ripple effects. Yes. Yeah. The entire DC universe is like bad ripple effects from Dark Knight where they're like, well we gotta make it like Dark Knight. And it's like, no no no, no just make it its own thing. Yes. Make a Superman movie where he's colorful and happy and good. Yeah. You know? They don't all have to be dark and gritty and we're still experienced. And that's what I'm hoping with. We talked a little bit about this on the Patreon, but we mostly talked about sweat and worms on the Patreon. So you can go listen to Patreon to hear us talk about sweat and worms. (laughs) But I'm hoping James Gunn goes an entirely different direction and makes a bright, colorful DC universe because like that was like DC's like fucking thing. Yes. Was that they were the. Superman's color palette is the first three colors you learn when you're four. Yes. Like. (laughs) Yes. And it's also like they're like bread and butter was like, we are the squeaky clean. Like. That's right. Poster boys of superheroes stuff. Like Marvel is where you go if you want stuff that's more like nitty gritty. Punk. Edgy. And we have Batman to be our edgy kind of guy. But in general, everything with DC is like colorful and happy and cool. And, like, they've tried to reboot it so many times in comics that, like, they've entirely diluted it to where it makes no sense anymore. But that was their thing for a long time. And I'm like, (laughs) use that. People liked that for a long time. Yeah. Just do that, but in movies. Yeah. In and fact, stop trying not to make even everything liked the dark it for night. a long time. It is like the foundation of the entire company. <laughs> yes, yeah. totally. And and if if you were to, I I, I think I, I like to picture this is how a conversation like that might have gone. Some some junior story person who no one's going to take seriously says, you know, what if what if things were a bit more light? What if they were more fun and um optimistic superman's a real you know the s stands for hope and Zack snyder's response is i'm gonna have a senator drink a jar of piss <laughs> mike texted me that just wait till the jar of piss and i was like there can't be truly can't yeah be a jar I, of piss. I said something like just wait for and i'm being totally honest here the jar of piss <laughs> and there was a jar of piss did she actually take a drink from it i didn't I clock if she know. actually took a drink from it i, I don't think she did i was already just too taken aback by that yeah. being there. Man. Um. Oh, also, do you know what happened to Bruce Wayne's parents? <laughs> oh, have, I, have you heard I'll this tell you the what tale? Happened. They were seeing a movie in Uptown Chicago yeah. <laughs> at the Aragon <laughs> Theater, and they were not killed in Crime Alley. They were killed no. on Lawrence Avenue. <laughs> they were killed in front of the theater. Yeah, that wasn't Crime Alley. <laughs> Listen, bat- they went Bruce to Wayne. A, a concert venue in Uptown Chicago to see a yes. movie and they got killed in plain sight of like the a parking million lot. <laughs> yeah. 
Bruce Wayne is supposed to get scared of the dancers. They're supposed to go out the back, and then they get murdered in Crime Alley. No, it, it, the the I don't know if this is all in the main movie. I wish I could have watched the regular movie, but I also don't because then I would I right. then I would have had to watch both to see what the differences were. But like, if they kept that entire like. 10 minute long Bruce Wayne intro as a kid thing for the main movie, I would be like, stop miserable. You know what miserable. it reminded me of was repo. Yes. Like it's just sort of gruesome, slow-mo fetishized misery. Violence. Yes. It's like they shot Martha Wayne in the head. Uh, yes. Or in the neck, and we, you see blood see splash on her face. Like point blank executions in this movie. It's like Zack Snyder loves that for some reason. It's so gross. It's really gross. Ugh. It's upsetting. The oh. movie's upsetting, and it's not fun in any way. Which is like this is the title: Batman versus Superman. Should be like that. Should ins- inspire in you, like oh. This could be kind of. Those are two very different characters. This yeah. could be interesting, and they just squander every opportunity they have. Yeah. Yeah. The famous thing that they're cribbing from, of course, is the dark Knight returns. Yeah. And that fight takes place after Bruce and Superman have known each other for Bruce's entire adulthood, basically for both yeah. of their entire adulthoods. Cause we are to sort of believe they're the same age, give or take, age, yeah, but of course roughly. Superman doesn't age as quickly, whatever that fight is, has an entire book leading up to it. To say nothing of the entire universe at large, and we know the differences between these characters, in that book, Superman works for Ronald Reagan. Yes, exactly. Uh, But, like, we know it's Golden Retriever versus, like, you know, Weird Night Bat. Which, by the way, in this movie, they always call him The Bat. Yeah. Like, stop being embarrassed that you're a superhero movie. Batman. (laughs) He's uh, Batman. You can call him that. the, The, like fight they have in that book is one over deep ethical ideological differences yes and in this it's kind of the same with with like civil war when they did civil war and they made a movie out of it they sort of dropped all the politics of it just to be like it's tony's mad about you know bucky yeah we're in the same as this one they're like oh we had to get lex luther in order to find a compelling way for batman superman to fight we had to get lex luther to blackmail Superman. Lex Luthor could have been in in the case of the two of them fighting. He he does other shit too. He cuts his hand open like the like at the end of Pirates of the Caribbean so that he can make a giant baby. Yes, yes, but he like, does do that. He could have been replaced by the character. I realize it's a different universe. Mojo. Like from Powerpuff from, Girls? No, from um X-Men. Oh. The guy who's just like, Mojo I've captured Jojo. you, and now you have to fight for my entertainment. Yes, yes, like, yes. He's like, for for the uh, the TV screen. Yes. Yeah, the, going back to the 4D chess thing, when Lex Luthor is planning something, it's supposed to be that he's making all these big moves, and everything comes together exactly how he wants it to. Right. So, like, do some of these big moves to make it where Batman and Superman have to fight. It's so direct for Lex Luthor to say, I kidnapped your mom. Now go fight Batman. Yeah. That's so not compelling. Make it make it him be a Machiavellian figure in the back. Make him be an emperor figure in the back. Cast someone else who has actual stage presence. And have it believe have those um, all those different puzzle pieces be entirely seemingly unrelated to one another. Yes. And it kind of feels like they're almost trying to do that with all the weird, like war and terrorism stuff happening. It's just so (laughs) my mind went blank during all of those scenes because it was just, it was both boring and miserable. I wrote, I wrote down in that first, you know, there was the first sequence that was essentially the events of man of steel where right. Metropolis gets 9-11 a hundred times. Right. And then right after that was the sort of terrorism in the desert stuff. Yes. And I, I just was so tuned out. But like, it, well, and also going back to the Metropolis sequences with Zod, it's almost, you know, like it is cool to see that all happening from the ground. Just sort of seeing yeah. flashes in the sky because, you know, Marvel movies anymore don't show humans people don't exist in those movies it's just the superheroes because there's 500 of them now and they don't have enough time to show 
Like, well, you mess with one of us, you mess with all mess of with us. with all of us. Well, they also realized, like, because partly of this movie yes. and also Man of Steel, People they also realized... People don't want to watch oh, 9-11s. They don't want to watch 9-11s anymore, so we yeah. got to stop doing those. But, but um, during that sequence, I remember thinking, okay... They're saying, like, what if all the stuff that happened in that movie had repercussions? Right. Sure. But that's, that's like um, answering a question with a question or, or, like, defining a word by using the word itself. Like, you know, it would be crazy if Man of Steel happened. Like, well, you, it did. You made it that. It did. You made it up. <laughs> You made it up in the first place. Yeah, it, it's like it's like he was sort of doing the Ryan Johnson thing of, okay, well, J.J. didn't say who Ray's parents were, so I'm going to say they're nobody. I'm going to make an answer to that. And what will happen because of that? He had to deal with the, the hand he was dealt. But, <laughs> but Snyder's like, man, this fucker, Zack Snyder, made a whole mess of things. I'm going to have to justify it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like he, he did it, and then he is making another movie where he's answering for his crimes, but also... What's the Eric Andre thing where he, where he shoots Hannibal Burris and then looks at the camera <laughs> and says, who could have done this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, why did so-and-so do this yeah. or whatever, yeah. Man, I got to see something real fast. Um, Here's some things I liked. Okay. I think Kryptonite looked cool when it was kind of surrounded yeah. in the, like a blobby volcanic black outer shell. I think the Batmobile is as cool as the Batmobile has ever looked. Yeah, it's pretty rad. I do think that it's too CGI-y. There's a lot of big sequences that are just gooey. But totally. the, the, the vehicle looked sick. And yeah, let's see, agreed. that's it. And that's all. That's There's a football game at one point between Metropolis and Gotham City. And then the Chiron yeah. says... ESPN college football. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, <laughs> Just... conceivably, there's a university in both of those major eastern seaboard cities. Right. But why not just have it be the professional NFL? football? I, that is a good question. I wonder if there was a rights issue with the NFL. With the NFL. I, that's got to be it. But because it looks like the NFL. Again, it's the thing we said. I think we also maybe said this on the Patreon. We don't need to see Anderson Cooper or no. Neil deGrasse Tyson to believe that this is real. Everything in this movie is made to make this thing feel super real. You know, yeah. the superpowers, already... the way they manifest, like how Superman has always like a shockwave and wind and stuff. Kind of cool, kind of annoying because it's almost too real looking, but right. we get it. It's grounded. We don't need to see like his... Nancy Grace. <laughs> we don't need to see Nancy Grace. It's like even stuff like his laser eyes. His laser eyes are like, Instead of looking like little lasers going, which is like how they look in comics yeah. and how they look in the in the old movies, they're like terrifying like, devil fire. Yes, it's like devil fire coming out of his eyes, and I'm like, that's not what Superman's la eye lasers look like. No. Also, where's his frost breath? Let him use his frost oh, breath. God, I know it's it's almost like this Superman. The thing that he does understand is he can shoot hellfire from his face and that yeah. is good to me that is good to me <laughs> I, wrote, I know you already said this but one of my notes was good golly naked amy adams <laughs> i know and then i wrote, saw her boobies jesus christ he fucking bathtub fucks lois <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like right out the gate pretty early on in the movie they're like we're gonna show you so much of Amy Adams. Did you and we're going to let you see Henry Cavill's chest. The, you're going to freak out. The sketch that was cut for time on SNL when Will Ferrell hosted a year or two ago, or maybe three or four years ago now at this point, that was like um, high schoolers waiting for the cast list to be put up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do remember that, actually. And he, he asks, Beck Bennett and Cecily Strong are playing a couple, and he says something like, he, he, the, the characters they're playing require a lot of sexual chemistry. And he says something like, and you two are a couple, yes? Have you gone all the way? And, and they, uh, Cecily's like, um, no comment. And then Beck Bennett says, we're working up to it, sir. Right now it's, um, uh, what does he say? Right now it's um, my shirt off, her shirt on, her pants on, and my pants and underwear off. And Will Ferrell's <laughs> like, so you're naked and she's fully clothed. <laughs> that is how that bathtub scene was. Yes. 
That's exactly what the bathroom scene was. <laughs> oh, man. So I just looked up to see Rotten Tomatoes, which is like, you know, pointless, but I like to look at the scores. Sure. So Man of Steel got a 50 from the critics, roughly 50. Batman v Superman okay. got a 29 from yeah. critics. And Justice League got a 39 from critics. So they're all bad. No yeah. one liked any of these movies, which is a shame because, like, once again, okay, people, we, we should go to the break soon, but <sighs> Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, these are iconic characters. Mickey Mouse. Loved. Mickey Mouse. Like, that, that is... Bugs Bunny. That is the left... Like, that, Superman is yes. Bugs Bunny, is Mickey Mouse. Yes. These are brands. Yeah. And they have lasted the test of time. They've stood the test of time for almost a century Yeah, at this point. Or maybe, like, actually a century at this point. Yes. What year was Superman created? I can't remember. Speaking of... I, I know I talk about this a little on the Patreon, I think, too, but the Jon Stewart segment, which I hated, it's just a cute little thing, like, everybody's yeah. talking about whatever, but he says something about, like, oh, I guess Superman isn't even fighting for Americans anymore, or something like that, despite him being as American as, it, as, as one could be, he's got that red and blue suit, and one-third of the country's initials on his chest, and then something about... I'm surprised he doesn't have the Declaration of Independence as a cape or something like that. Three of the worst jokes I've ever heard. Two of them aren't even a good premise. No. And in fact, they're the two that establish his pattern, his premise to make the Declaration of Independence joke. So all three jokes fail on logic alone. Yeah. Also, he has one also, third of USA on his chest. Like, Arguably the least important letter in the three letters. <laughs> you know what else he you know what else that is? That's one fourth of the USSR. Is he Russians? It's all of um Somalia. <laughs> Somalia, Slovakia. Yeah. There's a lot of places that have S in their name. Also, guess what yeah. the most common color for flags are in yeah. the world? It's fucking red and blue. Also, America's colors are famously not red and blue. <laughs> no, it's there's a third one. Red, white, and blue. <laughs> also, also, to go even further, nowhere in the established mythos of this Superman. That's what. I, that's where I was gonna get with this. Like, yes, is he American? Yeah. Do, we've never seen him be this like good guy really no we've only seen him in the events of man of steel where he fights an which, alien where he fights an alien in which he is essentially introducing himself to the world for the first time and wreaks havoc he, on american soil yes and he and and he doesn't like he's not like doing fighting small crimes and establishing himself like an all-american good boy right and barely is he even say I'm from I don't think he ever said I'm from the USA I'm American right. and so the whole John Stewart bit with the jokes already fails because no he doesn't seem to be that American yeah. I, why do I care if he says he's not American he wants to be for the world because in this Superman like mythos he is just a world hero right that is how he has been established every time he is shown being a hero in this movie it's in another country most right. of the time. Yeah. It's very rarely in the United States. So he has established himself as a world superhero. Yeah. So like the John Stewart segment was this like brain dead, bad jokes, yeah. not go coming with the logic of the you movie at all. You know what the other all. thing is with those, with, with the Anderson Coopers or the John Stewarts in movies, this movie or others where they do that kind of gag where it's like, oh, this is really happening. Honestly, the, the one exception is Wolf Blitzer in Mission Impossible Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious and that it's actually good. benji in a mask right but um the the thing that it's attempting to do it's doing its own opposite it's trying to ground it in and make it seem like wow well so if there was a superman there would probably be a senate subcommittee about him like that that's an right. interesting thing to posit they didn't go terribly far with it but that's interesting and if there was a superman the cable news people would be talking about him. But I know that Anderson Cooper is a newsman here and now, and we don't have a Superman. 
So in order to make that feel real, you're doing the opposite where yeah. I know you hired these real people to play themselves. <laughs> yes, totally. Like, it, it, it I, has I'm like having almost, a hard time articulating it, but you know no, no, what I'm I know saying? What you mean. Like, I know what you mean. It almost has the opposite effect. It's yes. supposed to establish cre- it's supposed to establish credence of this is happening in the real yeah, world. But like, I just but look like, out the window and I don't see all the 9-11s happening in cities that don't exist. <laughs> yes. And also, also like Anderson Cooper playing himself in a movie right. is a st- is like steps away from reality yes. in a way that lets you know, oh, this isn't real because yeah. this is just Anderson Cooper pretending to be Anderson Cooper. <laughs> yeah, yes. And so like if you use a fake anchor, right. one that is made up for the for the movie. Which is what they do in the DC comics. Yes, which makes more sense. And like or or even just like your I mean, the Daily Planet right. journalists work as characters because they're made up yeah. and they're just like famous journalists right. or whatever. And that like works for me. But then you cut to these like all these real people. And it undercuts the story because it reminds you that this is not taking place in the real world. Right. Whereas if you were using people who were made it for the movie, all that would say is this is still the world of the movie. Yeah. Speaking of Daily Planet, remember when Jimmy Olsen got his head yes. shot by a gun? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, fun. Jimmy Olsen is a photographer. And then, and then he's for the CIA and he gets just point blank murdered. God. The Batcave looks cool. It does look cool. We don't spend much time on it. Um, Jeremy Irons is honestly a pretty good Alfred. He's what three years older than Ben Affleck. He's like yeah, he's like three years older than Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote I would be mortified to bring a twelve-year-old to this movie. Yeah, definitely. Let's see what else. Oh, at one point somebody I don't even remember. I think it was I think it's um, uh, Luthor says Martha, 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 and I wrote is that a Brady Bunch joke? Yeah, he's made a Brady Bunch joke. Let's see. What else did I write? And then we can go to the break. There's a new gooey guy, something like two hours into the movie. Even more than that, probably. Um, oh, I wrote, it is hilarious that the crashed Kryptonian ship that sort of has that big, like, tent thing around Dome. it is essentially where the bean is. Yeah, like, that's funny. Uh, there are very recognizable Chicago buildings, and that is just Millennium Park. <laughs> They're like, this is our new monument instead of the bean. Yeah. Uh, Clark loves exploding buildings. Um, oh, I never really liked this in Man of Steel either, and I've, I feel like I've talked about this on the show, but you're, you're aware of the camera in scenes where it's just absolutely not realistic that a camera was being used because the scene is so CGI and it takes place up in the sky or whatever. Mm -hmm. There will be these like whip zooms and whip pans of a virtual camera made to simulate a real camera's motion. And that always bothers me. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I wrote, how cool would it be to have a live action Justice League? (laughs) Yeah, wouldn't that be dope? If only they had made one. And then, oh, and then the last note I had was the Bat brand. Yeah. Because there is, it's like two hours and 50 minutes of some of the most bleak shit you've ever seen. And then in like the last 10 minutes, Batman's like, should we make a team to save the world? And it's like, no, you don't get to do a hopeful, optimistic ending here. And also, also she's like, he's like, I just have a feeling. And it's like, well, that's not a reason. No. And then he's like, I'm going to Bat brand jesse eisenberg and then it's like credits <laughs> so strange like at least give me at least i mean they do have lex switch those scenes around because they have lex being like the bell has been rung ding 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 and they're they're coming and then like then be like we should put a team together because lex just threatened that something is coming and then that makes sense right. don't but they did it like in the other order and it's like don't just say i have a feeling that we need to put a team together that doesn't make any sense oh and then the other thing is um they steal a flash drive or something, and there's all those superheroes that Lex Luthor yeah. seems to be keeping tabs on, and they're all each in a little folder. This is something I've never liked in movies. Nobody just uses Windows OS. <laughs> there's always some unique interface to every movie, but yeah. he's got like folders, and they've got sort of computer file name things that'll be, you know, like WW underscore whatever, but then they have logos. <laughs> yes, he had. A, d- a graphic design person to make a logo for each of these mysterious superheroes. And then the videos, the videos are Wonder Woman 
She's like living life. She like goes yeah. to an ATM. Oh, the Flash isn't even shown. Is oh yes, he is. It's it, he. He is. He, he goes really fast and stops a robbery. Yeah, and then we also see him in like a dream. Yeah, a sort of flash pointy dream. But then um, Aquaman is two glowing eyes in an underwater cave, and then we just sort of see Aquaman for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he stands there for a long time and it just looks at you like. Yeah, and then the the cyborg video is like 45 minutes long <laughs> and is also not evidence of a superhero evidence of a medical malpractice for sure <laughs> but like in no way is that make me think that guy's gonna be a superhero God, <laughs> like, i i get the the company's motivation to get their own mcu everybody wants that mm-hmm. everybody wants a cash cow they can milk twice a year for a decade to the tune of a billion dollars each time. But yeah. like, <laughs> that's the dawn of justice part. Like if this movie were just a, a dour Batman versus Superman misery slog, fine. But then there's all these little like commercials for like yes. other movies that don't exist yet. And also other movies that still still don't exist yeah. to this day. They might they finally got the Flash movie out. I think it's so interesting too that this this these movies are like crumbling under their own weight and it's really good they have a fresh start because cuz almost everybody involved in them has been revealed to be a shithead yes. in some way or another. Yeah. And so it's like it's like I mean Ben Affleck sucks for some reason. I can't remember if he's like actually sucks or if he just kind of sucks. I, it, does Henry Cavill? I don't know that he does. Henry Cavill has been revealed to be a douchebag. Oh, okay. He was hard to work with on the set of The Witcher and is like just a douche in general. You know what sucks he's, too? He looks just like Superman. And he looks that's just the like only Superman. similarity that his characterization shares with that of Superman. Yeah, he looks just like him. But then like the Flash guy is a criminal. Yeah. We never got a cyborg movie. Gal Gadot's gonna like dig her own grave by sticking with Zionism so hardcore. Yeah, yeah. She, next next thing we know, she's gonna do like more songs in the Lennon canon as well. Oh man, if if only. <laughs> I I yearn for the Halcyon days. She's like, and so this is Christmas, and then like <laughs> some other big celebrity goes, and what have you done? Now yeah. take note that I deliberately changed the key there. Change keys and change change the tempo, change the key every time. What an insane thing that we all had to endure. Famous people need to be stopped. Oh my god. All right, let's we got to yeah, go to the break. We're, break. we're we're going to run long. That's okay. <laughs> okay, we Woohoo. Webster's Dictionary defines podcast as a domesticated, odd-toed, hoofed mammal with a great affinity for oats. That's a horse. Oh, right. But we are a podcast, and we're called Roommate Lovers. We do advice questions such as, why is my roommate using my toothbrush? How do I flirt without being creepy? Why are you using my toothbrush? I told you, I just couldn't find my nectar. We live together and are together, which is why we call the show Roommate Lovers. We're roommate and lover. We're roommate. We're roommates and lovers. Well said. Gross. Find new episodes of Roommate Lovers on Mondays wherever you podcast. Now that's a podcast of a different color. You mean horse? Uh, Yes, of course. (laughs) And we're bat. Man. And we're the bat. God. We should have just done like four episodes or God, we could have done like 30 episodes of Batman Beyond or Batman the Animated Series instead of this show. Totally. We could have watched literally 30 episodes in the amount of time it took yeah. to watch this very like, long movie. Three hours, like almost on the nose. And the 22-minute animated half-hour runtime yeah. that truly we, we could have watched. Like, we could have watched like almost 15. nine episodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. What a... Uh, um, we're back. We're going to do a game... We're gonna do a little game. Game. I I never ever want to watch this again. But no. I am fascinated by how every part of it was bad. Yeah. It's weird because it's one of those it's one of those things where like sometimes we we talk about movies or whatever and we're like, oh, it's it's weirdly less than the sum of all its parts. Yeah. But like in this movie, the sum of all its parts is low. Uh-huh. And the outcome is also low. Right, but there's a weird... Does that make like, sense? Everything about it is like... 
you know, the sum of the when you add a bunch of negative numbers, negative yes. one plus negative ten is negative eleven. You keep adding all these negative numbers. Then though, you can kind of do the thing in math, the absolute value, where it's you know right. like positive or negative. It's the actual quantitative figure, right? The distance away from zero, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of these negative pieces add up to an absolute value that is a fascinating thing. True, I, true. I do think this movie has 100% absolute value because yeah. it is a negative 100% <laughs> of, yeah. a, of a score. But the thing I always... it's so weird and crazy to think about every choice made that I, I don't think it doesn't have worth. It's just, again, it's a negative worth. <laughs> it's a negative worth, exactly. It's not like... The thing I always think of is cats. Whenever we, do we, we, I didn't, we didn't review cats, but we talked about cats, right? Because every part of cats is so good, but then you put it all together, and it's weirdly less than the sum. Yes, right. This, you're, this, you're right. It's a negative and a negative and a negative and a negative, and then the sum is exactly what it should be, yeah. which is a negative. Yes, right. And then, and, and and you're right, though. It is, it is fascinating the, the 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 annoying part is that the movie is so boring yes but but the concept of this movie and the and why it is so bad is truly fascinating right but the movie itself is incredibly boring God, yeah it, it is was, boring it's it's like um well um was the premise good no but no. did i like it no <laughs> no was it well shot no. no was the acting good no no was the script good? No. Was the was the music memorable? Uh, the Wonder Woman theme was kind oh, of fun. God, because this was also pre that movie coming out. Yes, it was. So yeah. it was almost saying it was presenting this us is... this theme in a way that would be to trigger our our little nostalgia brains to be like, oh, they're playing the Wonder Woman theme. But it was the first instance of it, the first time hearing it. So it's like <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It'd be like it'd be like someone playing the like but it's the first time you hear it, uh -huh. so you don't know it's so gonna like, be a face off. Okay. okay, great. That's a fun <laughs> noise. I guess. Um all right, we're doing the IMDB game. Um which is uh I give Josiah a an actor from this movie and he has to come up with the four most known for projects on that person's IMDB. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll do a little sub game inside of this, which is who do you think is the first build? Oh, is it Ben Affleck? Yes. Okay. Um, who? What are Ben Affleck's four most known for projects? And this is funny because you know he's a writer, he's a director. Yeah. Argo. Argo is number one. Batman versus Superman. No. Justice League. Nope. Okay. Um, Goodwill Hunting. Yes. That's on there. Nice. It's like the fourth nice, one. Nice, nice, nice. What else has he done? Was he in Gone Girl? Yes, that's on there. Nice. There's one more. Okay. Mm, jiggly. <laughs> it is not Jiggly. It is one is that, that he that both um, acts in and was a writer on and a director. The the director, rather. Oh, okay. Uh, I have no idea. Give it to me. The Town. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, I never saw that. Your next actor is who, do you think? It's got to be Henry Cavill, right? Yeah. First is Batman, then it's Superman, and then the last one is Dawn. <laughs> yeah, and then Justice. Uh, Henry Cavill. What are his four projects? Man of Steel? Man of Steel, yes. The Witcher? No. Witcher's not on there. Interesting. Batman vs. Superman? Yes. Justice League? Yes. <laughs> And there's one more. Mission Impossible? Yes. <laughs> Yay. That one was easy. Uh, who's next on the billing? Amy Adams? That is correct. Nice. God, she's good uh, in everything. Yeah, and, and, and weirdly, like, not that good in this. Yeah, right. She's definitely, I think, the best acting performance in the movie, but the script is just so poor yeah. that it kind of doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to tell who's doing a good job acting. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, what was Amy Adams in? Uh, Enchanted. Yes. Really? That's uh -huh. in, on there? That's crazy. What was the one with the aliens? Um, it's not Interstellar. That's not what that's called. I keep uh, Arrival. Arrival. Yes, Arrival. Arrival. I keep telling Caitlin that she needs to watch it with me because I just know she would love it. 
Arrival was really Did good. Did you see the HBO Watchmen? I feel like we've talked about this. No, I never watched it. The the like kind of main Dr. Manhattan episode has a lot of similarities to the sort of time story of mm-hmm. Arrival. A full circulatory system appears, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was uh, yesterday. Yeah. That was on November 14th. <laughs> partially muscled skeleton. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we have Arrival, we have Enchanted. The other two Muff- I haven't seen, and I know they're both great. Oh. So not the Muppet movie. No. Um, wow, she has such range. Yeah. Really incredible. Um, what else has she been in? Oh, American Hustle? Yeah. That's okay, one of the I did four. see that. I actually did see that. It was fine. Um, I don't know for the fourth one. The Where Fighter. Oh! I have seen that too. That's a good movie. Oh, okay. Um, and let's see. Let's do one more. Who do you think is fourth build? Let's see. Who else was in this movie? Is it Gal Gadot? It is not. <laughs> Jeremy Irons? No. Who else is in this? A lot of people. Lawrence Fishburne? Uh, he is in the movie, but he is not next. No. Oh, okay. Who is it? Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, I forgot because I blocked him out of my it, memory because totally. he sucks so bad. Okay. Social Network? Um. Yes. Number one with a bullet. Um. Social Network. Batman v Superman? No. Okay. 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 He's done so many other movies and I can't think of any of them right now. I haven't seen any of these other ones and I... I need to see more movies. I need to start watching a movie every night instead of watching like three hours of a show I've already seen. I need to start watching just stuff in general because I'm not watching anything. Although we're like, although what I'm doing is playing Baldur's Gate three, which is kind mm. of like watching a movie and reading a book and playing a video. And game have at the same I made time. the joke already? Of that is that the board game where you try to make up a definition to a word you don't know? Yes, you did on the Patreon. <laughs> Go listen to the Patreon for some good jokes about Baldur's Gate three a couple weeks ago. Um, it's that joke. <laughs> It's it's that it's just that joke again and again and again. I don't know. I can't think of any other fucking. Yeah, movies the other Jesse ones are Zombieland. Oh, duh! I've seen that. Yeah, the Squid and the Whale. I haven't seen and it. And the Double. No idea what that is. Um. Well, that was a good round. <laughs> yeah, easy peasy. That's that's good. We're running long already. As we're running long, so let's just end the game and let's 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 wrap up our thoughts on this movie. God, Michael Shannon's in this movie. He's just a fucking His- corpse. His dead bodies in this movie. I wonder if they actually got him on set to do that. I, I, yeah, right. There's I like can't squids. <laughs> There's squids. They grab him. It's weird. It is the right. stupidest movie I've ever seen. I'm trying to think if I've seen stupider, like uh, The Room, or like you know bad movies. You know, uh, of course, are yeah probably stupider. But, but they also have, but bad movies, like classic bad movies, have the benefit of like a lot of times they are sincere sincere and like low budget like i i, I low think budget i think if you've spent in the in the hundreds of millions of dollars on a movie and it's this stupid it is the stupidest movie you've ever seen like yeah per and also dollar, like per capita <laughs> it's also not sincere and stupid and poorly made yeah and and you spent so much money on it where it's like how did you you can't polish a turd and this is like exactly an example of that because yeah. they spent so much money on it. Yeah. And th- it's just, you're, that's a un- fun analogy to use too. It's like they spent all this money on, and, and they handed the keys to like the DC empire to someone. And he spent all this time and money polishing a turd, but it's like, yeah. you, you could have made a Superman movie, right? You didn't have to make a turd. You've been, you've been spending all of this spit shine and all this, all these, uh, like chemicals and sandpaper on polishing a turd. Why are you doing that? Superman's over there. <laughs> yeah, and they also weirdly handed the keys to the Empire to a guy who had only made turds before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They were like, you know who's you know who's gonna polish this up real nice? And they weren't even thinking about turds. They were like, he's gonna make a great movie. Zack Snyder, what has he done? Well, okay, people liked three hundred. Right. And Watchmen. People and liked Watchmen. it, and they they didn't realize well, that it was actually didn't not really, very good. People didn't really like Watchmen. Did they not? No, not really. But also, Watchmen is an opposing sensibility to Superman. Right. It's literally the opposite. It's saying superheroes are actually bad, though. They're scary. They have absolute power. And who is regulating them? Who watches the Watchmen? And Zack Snyder is like, agreed. 
I agree. I think superheroes are scary and bad. I I do still really like action scenes, so I'm going to glorify yeah. the violence, but violence is bad and superheroes are bad. And then they're like, we love it. Here, take Superman. Take Superman. Have fun with him. <laughs> it doesn't so, make sense. It's like stymieing. It just is the weirdest like Hollywood decisions ever. Yeah, it's so it'd be strange. like if if I like made a a speech in front of Congress about how much I hate musical theater, and they're like, "We really want you to direct the reboot of Wicked or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how Star Wars is it? It's very Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's because it's long and just like incomprehensible. It's just like here, here are the things that you, that the movie's gonna be about. Yeah, you like this, right? You like you like names of people. You like different cameos. You like this, right? And I'm like, damn it, they're right. I do like names of people. That's what I say <laughs> on the podcast every time we have a guest. It's true. I'm the problem. But I hey, watched hi. that little indie movie. Starring Julie Louis Dreyfus on a plane, so I am saving cinema. <laughs> you are saving cinema, so there is that. It's not very Star Wars. Well, it's it, honestly, it's like medium Star Wars. It's science fictiony. Yeah, and there's lasers. Uh, and there's space. lasers. There's space. A there's big monster. Big monster. There's superpowers. Batman's uh, bat plane is like a spaceship, basically. Yeah, totally. And there literally is a spaceship that is crashed yeah, in downtown true. Chicago. <laughs> you couldn't put the name. Okay, here's the thing. You couldn't slap the name Star Wars on it and no. convince my grandma because my grandma knows who Batman and Superman are. So, like, that's the thing is this this brand is too big to slide under the radar of being like, oh, it could be Star Wars. I feel like if brand you showed this movie, though, to someone of, like, a grandma's age or even, like, one of our parents' age and didn't tell them anything about it, they didn't know anything about the whole Snyder-verse of it all, I think they would be like, I, I, okay, so is this sort of like a... Like a alternate reality or like a parody or something. Like, yeah, it it is just so many steps removed from what anyone would ever expect out of a Superman movie. Totally. That I if if I knew nothing, I would think that it was some kind of student film or like <laughs> yeah. um uh, what not student film because it looks too good. But you know what I mean. Like, like I know what you mean. Oh, did did a um. Did a criminal make this movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they stars a couple of criminals. Yeah. Uh, I think we should just give it a rating and get out of here. Yeah, we've given this movie too much lip it. service. Let's just go to bed. My unit of measure is going to be... We, we we slog through this awful movie so that we could like have fun dunking on it. And we're both just like tired and we didn't like it. And we wish we hadn't have watched it. And now you have to listen to us behave this way. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and, it's, and it's our own fault. And no yeah. one made us do this. We made ourselves do this. We're like, oh, I have to do this for my podcast. Everyone is waiting on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're all waiting with bated breath on the edge of their seats. They're like, when are they going to do Batman versus Superman? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god i can't believe you watched this movie this is truly like the worst thing we've done for this podcast yeah, yeah yes <laughs> it really is this is a bad movie if you like this movie you are stupid <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anyone liked this movie like even my friends who like superhero movies and are pretty uncritical of them uh -huh. don't like this movie yeah like i don't think anybody likes. i just don't know what there is to like yeah it's especially the th three hour r-rated version yeah my unit of measure is going to be, um, like, new superheroes that are in a, fl in a flash drive. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, my God. I wrote this note down. I didn't mention this earlier. But at some point, someone says, the world is, I think it's the senator. The world's been so fixated with what Superman can do. Nobody has said what he should do. And I was like, right. That's Superman's whole thing. Yes. He says exactly. what he should do. That's what makes him Superman. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, I have unlimited power, so I'm going to use it for good. Right. I'm the Superman. I'm Superman. Um, anyway, okay. My um, unit of measure will be like gruesome executions. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm going to give it like a three. Yeah. Yeah. Because the sci-fi elements of it, I'll, the sci-fi elements of it, give it a three. It, most of Star Wars isn't this bad. You're right, no. it is like Rise of Skywalker. But even yeah. Rise of Skywalker has color and jokes. Oh, speaking right. of, I even wrote down, he flies now? Because in that first 
there's like 10 dream sequences in this movie but in that first like young bruce yes. falls into the cave the bats like start making him fly and i my jaw was on the floor I yeah was i like, was like is this real we just saw his parents get shot and now the child can float it's <laughs> <laughs> so weird <laughs> but yeah, it's I'll not clear three, three executions it's also, it's also not clear that it's a dream <laughs> They never made that clear that it's a dream. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, God. Do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at House Star Wizards on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. You can email us at a good podcast at gmail.com because that's what this is. Mm-hmm. No new emails. Yeah, I looked earlier. <laughs> I checked just now. No new emails. All right. Tell about the Patreon, my. Um, if you like this, and why wouldn't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Uh, we have a Patreon where you can support our show and our efforts by contributing $5 a month, and you would get an extra weekly bonus episode, plus um, a whole bunch of other kind of long-form things we did. We did film commentaries of all the Star Wars movies, of Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, etc., etc. There's improv. We keep saying every week for the past like month, we keep saying, oh, yeah, we got to do another improv one. Yes, we got to do uh, one We'll soon. do one soon. And all of that's available at patreon.com slash how Star Wars is it. And uh, over there on our our um, social media sites that Josiah mentioned, we also have all of our links to um, that, you know, to the Patreon, to our merch, you know, whatever yeah. else. Also, keep an eye on Anarchy Music Improv on social media because we're going to have some shows coming up soon. Yes. And, and that's all, right? Stay tuned for the last Batman movie that I think we'll probably ever talk about. Yeah, we're done forever. <laughs> this after time this. next month because we're Batman out. We are Batman out. All right, well, stay much as Star Wars. about time for Toby. Bye bye. So, like we always say, we, we love, love you. you. And, and the may the fourth be with, be with you. Bye bye. Martha. Martha. Why did I, you say that name? I do like the idea that he has a microphone making his voice loud and I kind of liked that too. Yeah, there, there were sort of world-buildy choices that I didn't absolutely hate, but yeah. they would happen once every 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.